Welcome to all albatross ally animal. Albatross has definitely been used before. Well, not by me. How dare you? I think I used albatross. Did you? Yeah. Oh, good job. Maybe not when you were here. No, probably not. You want me to pick a new one? No. Okay, good. It'll take me a little while. We've never done that in the history of the show. Pick a new one. We've never, I've never even re, uh, retaken anything. It's always just been the first take. First take. No editing on this side. First take. No it's always editing. perfection. No editing. I don't think we've ever had a bad podcast. Well, that's not true. We've had well, bad you edit, you edit a little bit. Well, I think I've bleeped out one name, and then I can't remember when I started putting the end at the the beginning at the end. Yeah, so if this is the beginning of the episode, so if you at least don't listen to the full episode, at least just skip to the end. Yeah, the the end is the best part. Listen to a scream, and then listen to me play guitar. Yes, because I was doing that. Before. We're talking about Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, yeah, the I whole. I just watched the movie with him entitled Detachment. He plays a substitute teacher. Have you watched The Last of Us? No, I haven't either. We have HBO Max, but it's just it's kind of tough. I'd have to get I'd have to get my wife to to get on board with it. And it's a movie based on a video game. It's a TV yeah a TV show based on a on a video game. And yeah. but I've heard it's probably one of the best video game adaptations. Really, so far. Is it like true to the video game? Like, can you uh, like use a controller? No. <laughs> well, then it doesn't sound very true to the video game. But it's it's like. Uh, they use a lot of the same uh uh like uh cut scenes and stuff like that or or uh, not not cut scenes but uh you know what i mean no. yeah yeah cut scenes that's right cut scenes yeah. yeah why do they call them cut scenes i have no idea i do like that now as video gaming is getting to be more advanced the cut scenes match the gameplay better yeah cuz it used to be like cut scene like 360i movie film like yeah. in, like an mp4 would play and then you hop back to the game and it's like a side scrolling 8-bit fucking right you know or a top-down thing and it'd also be like 25 minutes yes of, of cut scene Damn. and you're like okay this is my second playthrough so i'm gonna go jerk off or something yeah, and then 25 come back minutes it's about how long a session takes <laughs> <laughs> A good one. Freaking, uh... Okay. So the reason that we didn't do record a podcast three weeks ago... Wait, two weeks ago. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Was because I was in Texas on third... Oh, two weeks ago. Last week we got snowed in. That's right. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, but two I'm weeks sick. ago, you you were sick. I was sick. No, I wasn't sick. No, oh, you were sick of driving on icy roads. That that's that was true. Way way. Um. Oh, Thursday I actually went to um, Springfield. Oh yeah, I left, I left for Springfield that day. Yeah, so that's why. Sorry. Oh. And then two weeks ago. Yeah. I was headed to Dallas, Texas um, with my choir, and we stopped at a couple of high schools on the way down there. 
I'm in this choir. They're not my choir, right? He has his own personal choir. They yeah. travel around. <laughs> Recruiting high schoolers. Yeah. They go sing the at like Mormon churches and whatnot. That's and right. They love us. Mormons actually don't have churches. They have wards. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Cult gathering places. Exactly. Exactly. Apologies to any Mormon that listens to this podcast. You're in a cult. Um, <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I was headed down to Dallas, and there's about 17 people in, these, in this choir. So we took two vans. One was driven by... You took vans? Two vans. Like yeah. like the 11-seater vans? Yeah, 12-seater vans. 12-seater? Two 12-seater okay. vans. One was driven by the director. The other one was driven by the accompanist. And I sat in the one with the accompanist because the one person in the director's van had COVID. Oh. Confirmed. Oh. Confirmed COVID. Oh. And he still was like, you're going on the trip. Wow. I know. Should they be illegal, like, right? strap him to the roof or something? Yeah. Or? He said, sit up here with me, double mask, and it's okay. I guess that's... No. Okay, yeah. It's no, not it's okay. still not all right. It's not okay. But we did it anyway, and then we got down there to the hotel, and she had to quarantine in the hotel. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was but, a girl? Yeah, it was a girl. We hit one high school on the way down, recruited. We had to sing in a hall that was meant for instrumental music, so... I don't know, like what your background is on acoustics or whatever. It's not. It's nothing. But um, like you know how instrumental halls kind of like deaden the sound a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So like the audience doesn't hear as much of the sound, and they don't get like deafened. Right. Well, <sighs> halls that are better for vocalists should be liver, and they should take sound and throw it everywhere. Absolutely. Because you're, you know, singing is quieter than instruments. Right. But it was an instrumental hall. It was a very dead hall, and, like, you couldn't hear anyone else in the choir singing. It was very difficult. It was bad performance, and I don't think anybody is going to my university after that performance, but it's okay. Oh, so this was for, this like, was a recruiting. high school? This was um, recruiting. Yeah. So we did that, and then we went to the hotel that night. What part do you sing in the choir? I'm a tenor. Are you? I'm a tenor one. Oh, nice. Top tenor, top voice, top dog. Sings all those high notes. That's right. There's not that many high notes. We just, yeah. like, sing 4-3 suspensions. There you go. That's what we do. Um, to get down there, and not a lot to do. Just kind of go to sleep, wake up the next day. We go to another high school, and then we went, damn, where did we go? I think the second day... Fuck. I have to look at my itinerary to remember what we did. Because <laughs> it all blended together. I don't even know if anybody cares. No, 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 no. You don't? I, I mean, I'm still listening. You were listening? Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Let's see. The second day, uh, we went to the Dallas Museum of Art. Oh, nice. How was that? It was fun. We only had uh, literally like an hour and a half. Oh, that's not enough time. And then later in the trip, we had hours at malls. Oh, that Imagine sucks. that. Yeah. Um, and then we went to go rehearse at this very fancy symphony hall in Dallas. Cool. Um, we did the rehearsal. Oh, no. We didn't rehearse at the symphony hall. We rehearsed at like this... Um, it was a building owned by... The Asian Symphony of North Texas. 
the hmm. U- Youth Asian Symphony of North Texas. That's a very specific group. Yeah. But it's the building that we use to rehearse. Um, and we re- we rehearse with the University of North Texas Steel Pan Band. Oh. Yes. One of the best steel pan bands in the world. In your opinion. In my opinion. Well, you how and many, UNT many, is a big music school. You know this. Yeah, I do know that. That's true. They've got one hell of a jazz program. They've got one hell of. A I have a friend program. in the jazz band. Yeah, and he was the the percussionist. He was a timpanist for the Troopers uh, when I marched. But then he now he plays bass trombone in the one o'clock jazz band. What the hell? I know. It's like what a what a transition. You know, wow. he was an excellent timpani player, and he is an excellent tr- bass trombone player. Well, marching band timpani player. Yeah, but he was a he was a good timpani player. Okay. What do you mean marching band? T- it's, it's all a, the timpani players a are the same. Different thing. They're all the same. The no, parts are of no. similar difficulty. Correct. I don't know. Have I've you never, se- well, I've never seen a DCI. You've never seen player. a DCI timpani player before. I've never seen a t- DCI timpani music. Oh, okay. I did say player, but I meant music. Okay, well, I'll show you. I don't have a. Sc- I have a score, but the drum corps I'm working for doesn't have timpani player. So, well, maybe next year. <laughs> <sighs> one day, one day, one day. So, we go to the art museum. Me and my girlfriend are on this trip together because she sings in the choir as well. Nice. And whenever I go to an art museum, I stand in front of the painting. I look at it. I'm like, what is this painting? Can I see the brushstrokes? What are they trying to depict here? You know, that's very easy if it's like well, Mon- how, how Monet. Close, how close do you stand? I stand about like an arm's length okay. or, or, or two arm's length at, at max. And I stand there and I look at it. And I think about it, and I think about how it makes me feel. And I think about the artist and how it made them feel. What and they're then, thinking while they painted. Yes, after I fully absorb the painting and its frame, mind you, we move to the next painting. Do you think the artist picked out the frame? No, they never do. Yeah. It's always the museum. They always try to match with like a similar frame of the era. Oh, uh, okay. Most of the time. Or like some museums will just hang the painting in like a plain frame. Hmm. Uh, but if the frame is elaborate, I will examine the frame. Um, and then I'll, you know, sidestep a little bit, move on to the next painting, do the exact same thing again. I'll read the whole, the, the whole, whole description, the whole description the of it. Good for you. Like I'll look at the painting first and right. then I'll read the description and then I'll look at the painting again. And then I'll move on to the next one. And then, you know, six or seven hours later, I'm done with the museum. And they're closing. Yes. <laughs> they're like, please, sir, get out. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, to finish the West Wing of this fine establishment. My girlfriend, how she does museums. Just walks through. She swiftly walks in front of the painting looks at it with a sideways glance and is like, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's looks pretty. Looks good, looks good. Looks great. Andrew, did you see this? And, and you're you're like it 80, 80 feet back yes. staring at the first painting. Yes. Yes, this is, um, wow. Yeah. This is the Renaissance. This is an ASMR podcast now. I will do A-A-A-A. <laughs> 
That's disgusting. I know. Yes, but that's exactly what happens, and it pisses me off. But I still love her. So just can't take her to art museums anymore. I know. I have. Hey, I'd go with you to an art museum. And we would stand there. And we'd do this the whole time. And we would discuss. What do you think Monet was thinking when he painted this? If if you think this is a good idea, comment. Leave a review. Leave a review on whether or not you would like to hear us do an ASMR podcast from an art museum. (laughs) 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 That would be dumb as hell. So, sir, you can't walk in with that. It's okay. It'll be okay. Like we're whispering. He's like, "Why are you whispering at us?" does he know it'll be like nine hours later he'll be off his shift out in the parking lot waiting, waiting for us and then i need my other blowjob and then i'll bite it. and then i'll be a biter I'll bite. oh there you go mm. never ask for one again okay oh so i heard this thing before yeah. we move on That's um, okay. uh if you if you could blow yourself yeah would you no that's gay but would you try it at least once? I'd give it I'd give it a shot, and I would determine that it was gay. But what if it was like, you know, that wasn't bad? No. Okay. No. I don't think I could finish. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, because it would be so gay. It, and it's it's not, not only is it the feeling of being inside someone's mouth, it's the feeling of having that in your mouth. I couldn't do it. All right. I couldn't do it. My mouth is more sensitive than the other thing. So. Okay. Uh, we went to the art museum. <laughs> <laughs> and then we rehearsed, and it was fun. There's a bunch of kids there, um, and they had, like, the guest conductor. Okay. She was very fun, and she was, like, trying to show us off to the kids, and she was like, men, come over here. And we all came over there, and she was like, when you get older, your voice, uh, boys, your voice does not decrease in range. It expands. And I'm like, okay, somebody should have told me this a long time ago. <laughs> I lost a lot of range yeah, when I right. was a kid. And she, like, demonstrated, well, and they- she, like, warmed us up, and she took us all the way down and all the way up right into falsetto, which falsetto and head voice are different things, apparently, right. this woman said. I've only been in college choir for like four years, and I did not know that falsetto and head voice were different things. All right. Well, now you know. I mean, maybe it's the college you're going to. That's true. <laughs> maybe it's that. Uh, so she did that, and we had pizza, and then we went back to the hotel, and I hung up with my drum corps boys. There you go. Because uh, they were, you know, I was in town, I was in Dallas or whatever, and I hung out with some drum corps people, and we went drinking, we went bar hopping, we went, and we stopped before uh, midnight, because we are reasonable adults. And you got tired. Yes, I did get tired. Yes. And they did too, which is sad. 
Because, like, we're all, like, 25, 26. That's what happens, man. Uh, it sucks. You just, you just turned 40. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I may be a little hungover after these few drinks I've had. Really? Hungover? No, not hungover, but... I'll be a little groggy tomorrow morning. I got severely hungover the other week, and it was my first real hangover. Real? Your first real hangover? Because I felt, de- like, dead, like, sick. Like, I was tired. Uh, the fucking, everything was spinning. It was bad. Yeah. Horrible. Well, I know that. I threw up, like, four times. Oh, God, really? It was bad. So, I, the the first time I really got hungover, um, I didn't eat anything. Right. Since like noon. Right. And I went to a party at like 8.30. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one of those. So I was working at the movie theater at the time. Right. And they had a bar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want a brain hemorrhage. No. Yes. You know what that is? Yeah, it's like blue inside red. It's like uh, it was, or uh, I don't know, the recipe I found. It was peach schnapps. Yeah. Bailey's on top. Yeah. And the Bailey's will sit there on top of the peach fuzz or yeah. the peach schnapps. Yep. And then you drop grenadine in there. Oh. And then it'll it'll pull that the Bailey's down. But what it does is the Bailey's will curdle. And so I was waiting for my wife, my girlfriend at the time, yes, to get to the movie theater. So that drink sat there for about forty five minutes. Oh no. And then she got there. I was like, do you want to try this? And she tried it. She's like, that's gross. And so I was like, well, I'm paying for it. I'm going to drink it. So I drank it. Curdled the Baileys. It was awful. We went to the party. You're supposed to shoot it, right? Like fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. and that's what it is. Boom. Um, still disgusting. Yeah. Um, went to the party. And the bartender didn't say anything like, hey, you need to drink this. No, fast. it was just my manager. Oh, and your manager didn't know no, to tell no, you? No, it, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Know. No, nobody knew. You're supposed to drink it. Yeah, I know. Uh, and now I know. Now I know. That sucks. So now I don't drink Bailey's. But uh, I go I, I go to the party. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, let's just have a good time. And I'm like, let's Wait, do Wait, you sh- were waiting for your wife what? to get off work or, or, or something. So you just sat at your work and drank. I just sat there. I had the day off or something. Right. Okay, like, okay let's just pre- yeah. pregame a little bit. And right. So I get to the party. Yep. I just start taking shots. Oh, fuck. Of what? Uh, Jameson. Oh. I think, like, some flavored tequila or something. Uh, I was... Are you in college? Uh, yes. Uh, I was breaking all the rules. Yeah. Well, the rule about not mixing liquors is actually wrong. Well, like, mixing white and dark? Yeah, that's that's a false. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think I had a beer beforehand so yeah i guess i didn't break that rule but still i was just pounding stuff and then it i got tipsy real quick yeah and threw up so much that night that night Whoa. like like 45 minutes later we got to the no. party and i threw up 45 minutes no, later that's the fucking worst and then i was like i'm gonna just lay here on the bathroom floor it's mm. comfortable mm. it's cold i feel great and then my roommate and his sister ended up taking me back to her house. Uh-huh. And my my girlfriend stayed at the party. Yeah. And played games for like three more hours or something while yeah. I just went and... I, We're I, sick. I, yeah, Were you I, alcohol poisoning? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, it wasn't that bad. I, I mean, I can't hold my liquor. I'm a, I'm a small guy. So, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's size and then like tolerance as well. Yeah, it's just so not. you hadn't been drinking. Well, I hadn't eaten anything all day. Oh yes. So I, I ate something at like noon. Yes. And then so, uh, and so you know, the next day, we have to get up early. Yeah. Because lo and behold. We have to drive back down to school. Yeah. For a drumline camp. No. Yeah. And so not only was I extremely hungover, but I had to go and listen to just like eight on a hand for hours on end. So you were teaching, not. No, I was playing. No. I had to go and play, and I was like drum. Hungover. I was like drum captain. Oh God. So why did you do that, Ethan? I don't know. I don't know. You were like last day of summer. Yeah, I don't. That's know. fucking horrible. I think my roommate came to town. I think my wife had just turned twenty-one, so mm-hmm. I was like, let's just let's go out. Let's actually. Yeah, and you'd do been it. grooming let, her for six, seven years. Let loose, exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ever since she was thirteen, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's a lie. That's a lie. Was that you? That was me. Okay. Um, that's funny. My laptop got the message before. Before my thing of a bomber. Oh, so that's stupid. I you never, sent me a video. I did. Yeah, I said, "Where are you at?" And you sent me a. Oh, you sent me a live photo. I sent you a photo. You just got that? E- no, that oh. wasn't that. That was my girlfriend. But I just oh, okay. looked at my thing. Yeah, I, I can't tell where you are from this photo, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> okay, so, yes, I can. So so he texts me, uh, where are you at? Yeah. And I'm I'm in the town that he's in. Yeah. And I had my phone hooked up to my car, and so I just took a picture of the screen on, on my car, which had the GPS. Yeah. But I didn't have the GPS on. It was just like the street map. Yeah. And so I just sent that to him. What did you think? What I mean? I don't know. I was gonna take a picture of like out the windshield, but it like the inside of the windshield so streaky that I need to clean it. Uh, and so I was like, ah, I don't want to have him giving me shit about it. That is funny. So damn. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that was the last time I got, or not the last time. The I got first, the first time you got hung over. Um, I think I've been hung over, thrown up a few ex- other times, but right. Nothing as bad as that. Hmm. Okay. I just know that as soon as I throw up, I'll feel better. Right. Right. Um. So one time I, we were, we it was a home football game. After every home football game, we would go to a friend's apartment, which was like two blocks from our dorm room. Right. So we'd go to her apartment, just party, get drunk, uh-huh. and then we'd walk to our dorm. That way, we didn't have to drive or anything. Right best way to do it because yeah. then you get a little exercise in you kind of get your body working yeah, the public blood intoxication flowing. yeah yeah you know i mean it was side streets and whatnot right so nobody ever drove it um but we just like got out started walking and i just threw up on the side and then i kept walking i was like okay i feel better now <laughs> huh and, when was this uh it was college yeah yeah okay so the I, I do kind of miss college you know you do? I do. I miss the, like the freedom of college. Really? Yeah, just just the the hanging out like all you have to do is go to class. Yep. And eat. Yeah. 
you know, and then everything else is up to you. But you have to do homework. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to do homework and practice. I mean, but still, like, there's, there's not like, like now I I go home and like last night we painted a door. Wow. And I was like, this, you know, it needed to be done, but I hate that that was how my evening was spent was painting a door. Huh. So. Adult lives. Painting a door. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You get back to your. The next day. This is still on his Texas trip. Yes. This was a Saturday. We went to rehearse at the concert hall. The biggest concert hall I've ever seen. Yeah. The most beautiful thing. It's, 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 it's like a European style concert hall. So it has like four five like stories to it okay it's crazy that's kind of how uh the the place is in springfield yeah yeah it's just like holy shit that's high up there did you play what did you end up playing uh we played uh paganini violin concerto number one Mm. kid absolutely ripped it man i mean just kid yeah, it was a, the kid who did the concerto. Oh, he like won the competition. He or won some competition and and got the chance to perform with us. Wow. Um. So we did the first movement. And, yeah. And once it was done, the audience gave him a standing ovation. The still, first we, movement. Yeah, we still had two movements left. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast, understand you're not supposed to fucking clap between movements. Just wait till the goddamn end. Exactly. Stupid people. But, but I mean, I mean, it it was. It was pretty cool. Like the the first movement does kind of lead to like you need to applause after this. Yeah, the way he especially was, Paganini. Yeah, the way he was working. Uh, then we did we did some uh, a uh, Chinese composer, uh, kind of like an avant garde ambiance. Fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I played marimba on it. So, mm. uh, and then we did uh, Prokofiev, Romeo and Juliet. It's a stacked program. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. What uh, was the what was on the um, the program? Like, what was the headliner? Uh, probably the violin concerto. Really? And yeah. you, you opened with that? Uh, no, we opened with the the Chinese composer. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like an like an eight yeah ten minute piece. The program piece is like always the last one, and it's like the long yeah, one. Yeah. Well, the the theme is like a love story, swipe right kind of. Bullshit. Swipe right. Yeah, I hate things. Bro, fuck that. Yeah, if you let, if you have the opportunity to program an orchestra concert and you decide to make a 21st century joke, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's it's, stupid uh, as hell. And that's the whole season, the whole entire season from September to May. Fucking emoji, emoji, emoji. Swipe right. The whole. The whole season is swipe right. Is based on Tinder. Is based on Tinder and love stories. Who is the artistic director? I want to fucking poke him in the f- yeah. fucking eyes. And you know, mm. and it, you know, I wouldn't be too upset if I wasn't a percussionist, right? Because there's not a lot of love songs that are percussion heavy. Percussion heavy. So, but swipe right is a stupid like. Yeah. But the the Prokofiev of Romeo and Juliet's a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever listened to it. The first movement is the Montagues and, and Capulet. Is it I, a? I um, it it was played for. Did he score the actual Shakespeare play? 
I don't know. I know he tried to change the ending. He tried to make it a happy ending where the two sort like was it an is it an opera? I don't think it was an opera. I think it was later than opera because okay. opera was earlier and this was. So it was just a program. It was forties or something. It was a programmatic piece then. Yeah. Okay, that sucks. Because um, like sometimes with the older composers, they'll like score a like play, right? And then you just play the the old school soundtrack. Yeah. You know, before a soundtrack was a thing, right. word. You know. Um. But the 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 opening movement of of the Prokofiev Romeo and Juliet is uh. It's got some mean uh, Star Wars vibes to it. Nice. It's got this bum 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 bum. Yeah. So I mean, it's it sounds like Star Wars. Damn. You know, it's sad. I'm never gonna play with a symphony. Not with that attitude. Well, not <laughs> my so I asked my trumpet instructor. Is that was, is that Ben? Yeah. Yeah. I asked Ben. Oh, a funny story about that. I asked Ben like. I think, uh, like, right when I was starting lessons with them with college, I was like, what would it take for me to be to audition for and win an audition for a symphony trumpet seat? Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking, like, New York filler? I'm like, no, 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 like, uh, like uh, you know, like a Tulsa or an Oklahoma City. Yeah. And he's like, you have to practice for like three to six hours every day for three years. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's that easy. <laughs> That's all. I that mean. sounds like, that sounds very achievable, but really when you're in it, it's going to be. Oh, like, it's, it's oh, tough. Oh God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And percussion, I mean, you have I don't, to learn so many instruments. Yes. And it's like, I don't want to put that much time. And with trumpet, you have to, first of all, you got to switch to C, dumbass. You oh, know. really? Yeah. So it's not in B flat? No, no. no. Okay. Like, no symphony, no self-respecting symphony trumpet plays B flat horn on, like, anything, pretty much. So do you, so they play a C trumpet? Most of the time. Okay. Yeah, most that of the time. That way they don't have to transpose? Yeah, C or well, it's not even that. It's like the symphonic parts are written in C. And, oh, okay. And it's like Bud Herseth was the first one to like switch to C C horns. Hmm. Um, but like B flat is really a, an instrument that like bands yeah. created, you know? Because like you're in Europe, uh, the trumpets are like were C or I think it was the French who started using the C trumpet in like the early 20th century. Cause it's, it's a brighter sound. Yeah. It's a little bit more, it like cuts. It, it does. It cuts more. The B flat sound is like, if you want to have a blending, you wouldn't want to have a section of 14 C trumpets. It would be like a little bit too piercing. You know, you can have a section of 14 B flat trumpets. They're a little lower. It's more comfortable. But if you want to play in a symphony with a four or five section, you want to play C. Hmm. Yeah, uh, so you'd have to first of all learn C. You'd have to get good at sight transposing, which for the uninitiated, sight transposing is where you read something in one key, but you play it in a com- with a completely different keyed instrument. 
It's very hard. Yeah. It's, uh, I've, I never really learned how to do it because I never really had to do it. You, every musician conceptually understands what it is. Yes. We, I mean, I understand what it is, but, but you I never practiced. I never had to practice it or anything like right, that. Right. The most common is for B flat trumpet players to be playing C music. Right. Because that happened in churches a lot. So. Because you'd like read the hymn and it'd be in C and you'd have to play it in B flat, which B flat trumpet is a whole step below normal music. So you have to aim a whole step high to hit that C or to hit that note. And and, and C trumpet's just concert pitch, right? Yeah, C trumpet is in concert pitch. Okay. Yeah. So that that's what all your strings are playing in and your percussion, trombone. Trombone is in C, tuba is... Oh, Funny, flute, funny flutes and C. Funny story. Of course, you know. I don't know if they taught you this uh, in the performance degree, but baritone, tuba, trombone. Those instruments are in B flat. Oh yeah. But they read C music. Oh. Yeah. So you know why they have treble clef baritone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Treble clef is in B flat. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not that. just a different clef; it's in a different key. Oh wow! So if you want to switch a trumpet player over to baritone, it's easy because you just give them the baritone, the treble clef, treble clef part. Music. But they'll eventually need to learn. Basically, they should. But most modern pieces that come out will have treble clef. Right. Also, something weird that I noticed: this is an engraving thing. Something I noticed is with older parts, a whole rest means the whole measure. But in newer music, if you have a measure, like a 3-4 measure, they'll have a half rest and a quarter note. Did you know that? Or in a quarter rest? I didn't. I thought they would just use a whole rest. No. I think in the modern thing, it's like it's about counting. Oh, yeah. Something, something stupid. No, but this isn't a music podcast. No. But this episode is. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. Saturday. Yeah, let's get back on this. I, well, I just want to get through it because I just want to blah, blah, blah. So we performed in front of this thing, and we performed with this children's choir. And How are they? They're okay. Yeah, children. Yeah, they're children. They're amateur singers. But I was under the impression they were like an audition group, and they would like show up in little like little tuxes and, and dresses, and they'd be cute. They just, just wore T-shirts. Just head rats. Yeah, they wore yeah. T-shirts. It's like the high schoolers and us, because uh, they were high schoolers performing in this concert too, okay. were in full like tux- tuxes, you know. At least you weren't in robes. Yeah, well, we're li- we're like white choir, you know. Oh, okay. It's like classical choir. I mean, I've seen like uh, we had we had some kids sing at a uh, for our cr- Christmas concert. Yeah, they were a lot of those schools had robes. Yep. So. That's like a gospel thing. Isn't That's like a separate genre of choral work. It's actually a different approach to choral music. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Because, like, you try out for Allstate, you're, you might sing a gospel piece, but you're most likely going to be singing, like, major works, like Mozart. Did, or... you, did you ever wear uh, your marching uniform for concerts? I never did Allstate. But did you ever wear... Your marching uniform for concerts. We did not, and I think okay. it's so dorky that all state people it have is to do that. So dorky. That's well, I don't think all thing. of them do. Mm. I think just some of them do. 
Oklahoma Allstate. They right. have to wear their marching uniform? I'm pretty sure. It sucks. We did it at all district two. It's stupid. But now my my school's in a completely different district, a completely different band director. Yeah, right. And I can't even, I don't even associate with those people anymore. I mean I taught some of them, but that's different. Um I don't know. Um blah blah blah. We did that performance and it's funny, some of the some of the children don't understand how to sing, but they're still in the children's choir. Okay. So like it was especially evident with like the the girl the girl sopranos where it, if they ever saw a note that went up, they would like just hit a, just a really high note and then find it, like slide down to it. Oh, okay. So it was like da da. They'd sing da every time. That was pretty good if you remembering what that first note was gonna be. Well, I'm a I'm a singer. I guess so. Now we did that, and that concert was great. Yeah. It's great, good concert, especially after they edited the audio and sent it to us. <laughs> uh, then the next day, we went to North Park Mall, where I bought these very jeans that I'm wearing. There you go, man. That's right. I went to the Levi store. Uh, they were overpriced, but at least they could ta- they tailored them there for me. Oh, did they? Yes, because I have I'm a ve- I have a very short leg and a big waist. Yeah. So I got the biggest, literally the biggest jeans they had in the store because they hate fat people. <laughs> uh, I'm a 44. And the biggest jeans they had were 44s. A 44 what? What are you? Uh, 22. Are you like? <laughs> You're a 44 22? 22. 22. Holy shit. I know. I'm a big boy, and I have short legs. 22, though? I I will say, like, if you look at it, it's cut a bit short. I, yeah. may, I, may, I may be a 20, 23, because I thought that I was, like, a 27. Because I went in there and I was like, hey, cut me down to 27. They're like, oh, we'll measure you. We'll measure you. Yeah, we'll handle it. We'll measure you. Yeah. And they measured me and they were like, okay, cool. And they like marked it. And I was like, okay, about how how long is that length? And they're like, uh, 22. And I'm like, 22? I'm a 20. I'm a fucking hobbit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're sitting here now and it's coming up about. What two inches from your ankle? But apparently, this is the that, well. I mean, yeah. Look at mine. This is the style, you know. Yeah, yours. Mine's, mine's about coming up an inch, inch or two. So. Yeah, those Levi's. Uh, these are Old Navy. Old Navy. That's the way to go. They won't tailor it there for you. Right. Well, the Levi's dirt cheap. Listen, they'll the only other place they'll they'll tailor jeans at is uh, Boot Barn or Drysdale's. Yeah. And they won't tailor it on site. They'll send it away to have it tailored, um, and it it'll suck. Yeah. Right. So, Unless yeah. you go to like an actual tailor. Yeah, I've been. I, I want to find a tailor. There's one place I went. Um, I need. Okay, listen. If you're out there, I need somebody to make me a fur coat. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I remember we were talking about. I this. cannot find these fucking things. They're a specific style. They're bare, bare fur, and they're from my faux, faux fur. Sure, whatever. All right. From my neck to my. Fucking ankles, like that's what I want, full length. And he's only a twenty-two, people. I'm so only it's not much. <laughs> yeah, I need inside pockets. I don't need outside pockets because that fucks with the the style right, of right. the outside. And I what need, about like a breast pocket? I need like clasps. 
Well, no, I need inside pockets. Oh, okay. But not not a breast pocket. Not a breast pocket. And I need it to like fold over like that. Like I need this I need as much fabric for anybody listening, for everybody listening. <laughs> he's just crossing his arms around his stomach. Yes, I need it to like double up in the front so, so I can like maybe really like a, maybe close like a it. magnetic clasp or something well no like i think i want like circles to come out of the fabric here like maybe two or three okay and then i want to like latch it over latch it. all right button it up yeah like a double what is it called double breasted yeah double breasted. sort of deal but yeah. like way deep like mm. triple quadruple breasted jacket yeah that's what i want to walk around and well it doesn't have to go that because then the collar would be all fucked up yeah it it needs to be like pretty pretty close you need it tailored ah uh, yes yeah i need somebody to make it for me because they do not sell them i've looked everywhere i believe you actually i looked in hobby lobby i found the fabric i could tell you what fabrics in hobby lobby to make but the okay. f- even the fabric alone would cost three hundred dollars well yeah <sighs> it sucks oh well, have you thought about sewing it yourself i've thought about it but i'd need to get a sewing machine okay uh or borrow a sewing machine and then even then, I think it would look shit. Like I think I would fuck it up. Well, you have to maybe don't oh, do. Oh, I could don't get, hop I could. into this project first. Well, this is the only thing that I need. I know, I know, but maybe make a fucking napkin or something <laughs> first. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sew a napkin together. Yeah. Two pieces of fabric <laughs> and see if you're any good at it. Uh, After yeah, that, I hand it off so. to your girlfriend. If she's no good at it, hand it off to your dad. Okay, all right, that's true. And for some reason, he'd probably be good at it. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, no, man, I think I I I need to I this. need to find a pattern first because I think that's what they do. They buy the pattern, oh, you yeah. know, and then they cut the fabric out according to the pattern. Right. Yeah, and then they. So I need like an outside and then a lining and then I have to learn how to make pockets. I have no clue. Beats me, man. It's probably easy. Like you just like I'm sure there's a video on it. How to sew pockets into a jacket. Yeah. How to sew pockets into a jacket. Yeah. I guess so. They did it for hundreds of years before us. Yeah, right. So that day when I bought these jeans, um then we had a concert at a, a church. It was a smaller concert, but it was like we did we did our whole rep. Everything we've ever learned, like starting in the fall, we ran all of it. It was it was a good concert. Yeah. Then uh the next day we went to this super bougie rich school, but at this point we were in the middle of a uh like a snowstorm in Texas. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty rough down there. Yeah, I went to hella bougie school. And the school was like, okay, everybody, at, at 1 o'clock, if you drive, you can leave. And, of course, everyone left because they're lying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, everybody left. You tell you tell any high school student that they can leave, they <laughs> will leave. They will leave. I would have left. Even if they don't drive. Hey, if, even if I didn't drive myself, I'd be like, well, fuck it. I'm going with Jerry. You know? Yeah, I'm going to leave. He'll drop me off. They don't know that I don't drive. Exactly. They don't know about my DUI. <laughs> exactly. Did you know you can get a DUI under 21 with any alcohol in your system? You can? Yeah. If you drink one beer and they breathalyze you and you blow anything above a 0.00, you get a DUI. I didn't know that. If you're under 21. Yep. Would you look at that? In Oklahoma, don't fucking do that, guys. <laughs> we suck here, man. Can't have any fun. Hey, we're about to pass recreational marijuana. 
Okay. On the next ballot, it'll be in March. Well, I don't participate. So. Well, it doesn't matter. You should still vote yes, dumbass. If you're in Oklahoma, vote yes on state question 820. I think it is 820. It's probably 420. <laughs> that would be funny as hell. Wouldn't it be funny? Oklahoma state question. 820. Learn why. Yeah, it is 820. I'm a fucking genius. And then 802, Oklahoma state question 802 is to uh, release all prisoners with marijuana charges. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I agree on that one. That would free up so oh, so much space. That would. You know. Yeah. For all the actual criminals in our fucking state. Yeah, all those pedophiles. That's right. Murderers. Pedophile. Yeah. Um. Peter. Mm. So then, that night. We were supposed to eat a farewell dinner at a place called Kenny's Italian. We did eat that farewell dinner, but at that farewell dinner, our choir director stood up and he said, Guys, weather's looking rough. Rough. We're not going to leave uh, the hotel until tomorrow. I ain't leaving. Or maybe the next day. <sighs> so we were supposed to leave on Tuesday, and we were looking at staying until at least Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I was already pissed because my first day at my internship was supposed to be that Wednesday. But the school that I was going to intern at anyway, they were closed anyway. Wonderful. So we ended up staying at the hotel the next day for 24 hours just in the hotel. What TV show did you watch? Didn't watch any TV. What the hell? I slept a little bit. I played some Smash Brothers because luckily one of my roommates brought his switch thank god thank that man and that night i think that monday night oh man i bought a case of curs and we just sat in that hotel room and we just drank until we fucking fell asleep there you go man it was great because like like, i barely knew some of those choir people yeah like just getting to know all of them was great that's all that's all anybody needs yeah just some curs man you know, cures. it was good. Of course, the underage people were we were not allowed to drink. They were not allowed to drink. They were not allowed yeah. to drink. Yeah. Yeah, you just punched them in the face if they ever asked. Of course, if anyone tried to steal any booze from me, I'd yeah. Hey, can I have kill. a no? Oh, boom! Oh, you can have a fucking fistful of a face full of fist. Face full of fist, bitch. Yeah. So instead of uh, giving minors. Alcohol, I actually just committed assault. Um, it's okay. Yeah. So we essentially just stayed They're there not in the hotel. Yeah. And then really, we should have left on Thursday. Um, but Wednesday... No, yeah, yeah. Really, we should have left on Friday. Wait, what the fuck am I saying? I have no idea. <sighs> right, okay, okay. So on Monday, he said, we're not going to leave until... Tomorrow, or maybe even Wednesday, or maybe even Thursday. So we were looking at potentially one to three days in the hotel, but it ended up just being one. And the next, uh, the next day after we spent a whole day in the hotel, so on Wednesday we left, and uh, it was bad news. Like in Texas, it was the roads were rough. I heard Texas was terrible. They didn't have any preparation or anything. They have no infrastructure. They have no like. I didn't see. A snowplow until I got back into Oklahoma. Yeah, 
Because we actually like, we're like, we'll get snow. Yeah, yeah. We won't pay educators, but damn it, we'll pay those snowplowers to sleep under an overpass while it rains. That's right. Yeah. Welcome to Oklahoma. Welcome to Oklahoma, boy. Hey, uh, question. Can I go to the bathroom real quick? Go for it. Okay. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. You can pause it or something. I don't know if you can. Uh, Yeah, I can pause it. All right, here we're unpaused and recording. Okay, unpaused. I'm back. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a second. No, we're not. Oh, okay, it's going. It's going. Submitted. Welcome back oh, to... Oh, well, now that fucking sound is going to be on the thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, welcome back to... Hey. Hey. Um, so... Little Ethan had to go break the seal. Now I he's going to be pissing every 10 minutes. Yeah. Be ready for that. Do you know what that means, breaking the seal? Oh, yeah, yeah. It means you start pissing and you never stop. Yeah, once you have, like, one beer, then... Exactly. Well, no. I mean, yeah. It really only happens for me with beer. To make it makes you pee. Yeah, anything. With me, it's anything else. It it's not too bad. Hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's like the carbonation of the beer or something. I guess that could be it. Yeah. But um, what were what were you talking about? Oh, your, damn, your I other? don't know. Because we got back, we obviously. Oh, you you just had a bunch of cures. We were talking about infrastructure and Oklahoma and yeah. stuff like that. So, when were you on your way back from your trip? Wednesday. Okay. Last Wednesday. And then Thursday, I think I texted you, and I was like, hey, let's record. And you were like, no, thank you. Sorry, man. I'm in Springfield. And that's when you were playing for the swipe right bullshit. The swipe right bullshit. You got yeah. it. And then you said you got a gig? Uh, yeah, I will be playing. Uh, I don't know if this episode will be out, but uh, I'll be playing with Signature Symphony in Tulsa um, at on the twenty fifth. The twenty February fifth. Okay, let me look at that. I think I actually have that on my. Uh, you have like a. Well, this is for all. This is my entire. So so many bright colors. I, I opened up the spreadsheet. This is a spreadsheet Jesus for what Christ. I have to do for college, and I can delete tonight. Because even I did even not like go. the the, uh, the the uh, LGBTQ plus community doesn't have this many colors on their. There are a lot of colors. Holy shit! We got green, red, blue, light blue, green, white, orange, pink. Orange. I forgot about that one. Yes. Um. Let's see. The twenty fifth. Uh. TSS Legends and Swans. That's it. Yep. Tulsa Signature. Symphony. I have to yeah. choose between going to you or getting two credits for going to Aida. Come see me. But Aida though. That's yep. two credits. But uh, do you want me to tell you what we're doing at, at the? I think I already could look it up if I wanted to. That's true. But I could just tell you right here. Okay, do it. It's uh, well, we're doing the um, fucking fuck fuck. Uh, fucking fuck fuck. <laughs> the uh, Swan Lake Suite. Yeah. Um, then we're also doing um, Sar- Sarasate. Swan Lake Suite by who? By Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yeah, he he wrote Swan Lake. What? Yeah. Who was the librettist? I have no idea. Um, then we're doing Sibelius Symphony Number no. Five. Whoa! So that's a fan favorite. Uh, Sarasate, Opus Twenty. I would say the actual name, but it is very long. Sarasate. Yeah. Is that 
Hispanic. I have no idea. I just got all this information today, so. Uh, legends and swans. Yeah. Well, is uh, Sibelius Five legend? I have no idea. I don't know what the story is behind it. Okay. I'll do some research or something, but yeah. Uh, so that week we may not be able to record because I will have rehearsal Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then a performance on Saturday. Damn. So. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Uh, what do you wait, mean? wait, watch me checkmate this moment. Okay. Um, Boom, got your ass. It's okay. He'll go there. Wait, he'll go there. I'll go there. He'll go there. Yeah, I actually did. He's that. he's playing chess right now. I am. I started listening. chess on the bathroom he, break. He couldn't. He couldn't wait for me. And I and I only had to go number one. I didn't have to go number two. I know. All right, he's got him in a pickle here, no, folks. No, I don't. Oh yeah, they're gonna go there. Yeah, he thinks I'm funny. So he's gonna go there. Got your ass. Um, let's see. All right. Um. I have a fraternity ritual tomorrow. Fraternity ritual? What kind of animal blood are you going to be drinking at that? Uh, none of your business. Okay. Goat's blood. Oh, okay. Um, it's your typical fainting goat's blood. <laughs> do you know what fainting... Have I told the story of fainting goats on this? I part? don't think... I haven't heard it, I don't think. So, fainting goats were bred because sheep were very expensive. Right. And... You ever heard the term like separating the sheep from the goats? I have not. Yeah, it's like separating the boys from the men sort of deal. Okay. Um, goats are very cheap because the only thing you get from those guys is like milk. Yeah. Right? And occasionally like a hide. You okay. know? Sheep are very valuable. You can you can shear them every every year. Spring. Yeah, every, every spring. spring yeah. And they will make you money. Right. So shepherds hated it when a wolf would get one of their sheep because they'd lose all those years of revenue. Right. So they actually started breeding these goats that would faint when they got scared. Oh. So like they'd put the fainting goats in with the sheep and then like typically just one uh, because hold on I'm playing chess. Um, the goat would get scared of the wolf faint and then the wolf would eat the goat, and the wolves would be too busy eating the goat that fainted. And the sheep would run away. Exactly. And they still breed fainting goats today because they're funny. That they are. I do love me a good fainting goat they video. They are hilarious. I like the one where the goat runs around and it'll like kick off the other goats. <laughs> that one and is like a the good. Side and everything. That is a funny goat, man. Goats are funny. Got your goat. I got your goat. Are you going to beat this guy or what? I don't know. I'm also doing homework. <laughs> so we're recording a podcast, doing a uh, blackboard assignment. Did, did you I get have, that right? Did you have blackboard? I did. I'm surprised I remembered it. Yeah? It's been long enough. I think I'm like two and a half years removed right now. Right. From blackboard. And I was hoping I'd never see it again, but now I'm getting stressed out about it. You're getting stressed out about it? Yeah. I'm stressed out too, buddy. Um, <sighs> see, look at this Google Doc. I know. Technology fake Instagram story. Motherfucker.
Fucker. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about goats. Goats. Uh, then I don't remember. The one where the talking. baby goat was jumping off the other goats. Yeah. Damn. Um, I guess. Well, you know, I tried to talk about it a few weeks ago, but I forgot. Or we, we never got to it. I didn't really dive into it too much. Yeah, what is it? But it's the uh, Red Bull Sports. Okay. You remember me talking about that? No. Okay, good. Uh, well, um, have you ever heard of the fox hunt races that they would have? No, what are the fox hunt races? So, the fox hunt races is about 100 normal dudes on like mountain bikes. Uh-huh. And they have to try and complete this whole track in Ireland through this like muddy, you know, wilderness and into a forest and everything. And then there's three professional mountain bikers that have to try and pass all these people uh, and get to the finish line before anybody else does. Right. And they start after them. Huh. A few a few seconds. A and few it, seconds after them. A few seconds after. Seconds. Well, yeah, but I mean, they like the whole group takes off, then they wait a few seconds, and then they take off. Huh? You'd think it'd be like minutes. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember how long it was, but the fox it is very fox. impressive to actually sit and watch. Right. Because you're like, okay, I could do this, and then they keep going. And you're like, okay, maybe I can't do this, right. and then they keep going, and you're like, I, okay, I definitely couldn't even do this. And then you watch some of like just the the normal Joe Schmoes, and you're like, okay, these guys are actually pretty good, you know. I mean, it's people who do it for a hobby; they're not, you know, just Joe Schmoes. Yeah. Um, so. Huh. Yeah. Um, and then they also have the Red Bull Soap Boat uh, Soapbox uh, Racing Soapbox Derby. Soapbox Derby. Yeah. That one's a lot of fun because people will build their own soapboxes. Uh huh. And they have to just try and survive this course that Red Bull has built. Huh. I think it's a European thing. Wow. But they have like ramps and hay bales and all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Just, everybody knows uh, Andrew's just playing chess and doing homework right now. I mean, we... Burping into the mic. This so. has been an hour. Has it been an hour? It's been over an hour a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the last thing is just the guy skydiving from space. Felix Baumgartner? Yeah. We did talk about him. We did. Uh, yeah. Now we're talking about him. Uh, yeah. It's just how how uh, Red Bull athletes are actual real athletes. If anything, they're they're more of an athlete than... Um, normal athletes. Normal athletes, yeah. What? They don't get the respect that they deserve. I don't know if they're more athlete than normal athletes. I think they are. I don't know what takes more effort being a a cyclist like on the Lewis Armstrong wait uh fox what's that motherfucker's name Armstrong uh no um what's the cyclist name who has the one ball Lance Lance Armstrong, Lance Armstrong. not Armstrong. Louis Armstrong not the triple player <laughs> but what what do you think is harder to get on the level of Lance Armstrong or to be a symphonic professional trumpet player? I think they both have their same amount of difficulty. Yeah. I think uh, one is more 
physical than the other. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, the symphonic trumpet player is more... I I don't want to say mentally demanding because, you know, it does take quite a bit of effort to... Uh, to do the... Uh, sorry, I'm watching you play chess. Yeah. To do the... Uh, the cycling right um i don't know you know i mean it's that's a it's a good question um i don't really know what a a symphonic trumpet player has to go through to to do it to to do it i mean i know what kind of the prep is before a concert right and it's not much. I mean, yeah. the music's always hard or is easier than the... Uh, the violins. Well, it's, uh, the music's easier than, than the audition stuff. Oh, yeah. So. So you'd have to play the audition well enough. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe you just have to catch the right symphony. You know, like the, the like so the one symphony is like really hurting for trumpet players. Yeah. And the other one isn't. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, shit. Well, um, yeah, we're both d- drunk and watching me play chess. So, okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Oh no! When you know, remember when you peed? Yeah, I didn't uh, resume it. Oh, you didn't? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> God. I don't even remember what I said after I went. You were game. way less disappointed for that than I thought you were going to be. I thought that was going to be a great prank, but it was just kind of normal. That was a good one. Think so? I think so. Did you I, feel I thought it was fear? Pretty, in your, I thought it was pretty funny. Did you feel fear? Um, no. Just I mean, I was ready to sit here for another 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And, and I mean, I I have no concept of time right now. Really? So we could theoretically do another one after this. No, I would definitely feel that. Ah, me. So me and a previous host did three, and we the third one was just bad. Yeah, I can yeah. I can imagine it being. Yeah. No, if we do rough. two a week, we'll get caught up. Yeah. All right. You think he's gonna go after your rook here? Uh. Nope. No, he didn't do it. Well, he's kind of stupid. Uh, hold on. Wait. I think this is checkmate. This is the most boring podcast ever. Okay. This has been Andrew and Ethan. Also, uh, at the store we have ukuleles. A, yes, we have ukuleles, and we have a baritone ukulele. Uh huh. So the baritone ukulele is the are the last four strings of a normal guitar. Ah. Yeah, yeah. A little out of tune, but right. So, I can play the last four strings of a guitar. Ah. Qu- quite well. Actually. Quite well. Okay, it's the little one. Yeah, I know where it's at. Okay. I'm just extending it. That's right. Those are Amazon basics now. Those are fancy. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Now watch your corona there. Uh the corona's fine. There's plenty of room. Okay. Corona extra. This episode is sponsored by Corona. Okay. E minor. Yeah. C major. Yeah. I 
I don't know what that one is. D. D. There's your four chords. G. Or my favorite, the D7. strings on this thing. That's right. They're the good strings. Why do why do Corona bottles have this little circle on them? Uh, circle? Where at? The circle on the front. I don't know. Maybe it helps with the whole lime thing. How? Mm. It's so far away from the lime. Doesn't make sense, man. Glass is weird. Do you know what this is, Ethan? Um, no. It's an enamel tool for your fingers. Gross. It's what you use to push your enamels. Make them longer. Make your fingernails longer. You ever watch The Pianist? No. Uh, with Adrian, um, what's his face? Adrian what? The the guy who's in it? Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody's in that. I'm pretty sure he is The Pianist. Really? I'm almost positive. Adrian Brody, I've been watching... Uh, actually, some of his movies lately. Uh, one about a teacher is called Detachment. By the way, we've started uh, recording about four minutes ago. Oh, let me play some A chords for you. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't the pianist. Yeah, he's like the main character. He's the pianist. Who did he play in King Kong? He was Jack. What? Jack, what? Has he just been in every movie I've ever seen? Just like the third character down? Let's see his IMDb. He's in a Netflix movie. He's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Who isn't? Who, wait, who is? Um, Ray Fiennes, Owen Wilson, um, uh, oh god, Ed, Ed, um, Adrian Brody is fourth. Edward, listed. Edward Norton, Jude Law, Bill Murray, yeah, got Jeff Goldblum, William Defoe, everyone, Will, Willem Defoe, everyone sorry. is in it. Florian Lucas. I like the people who don't have pictures. Bohemil Vakal. Boy with Apple. 
Who's that guy? Wait. Hold on. That's wait. The bellboy. That's the bellboy. Stefan Zwig? Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Ralph Fiennes. Who's that? Ray Fiennes? Ray F Ralph Fiennes. Ray Fiennes? Yeah, who's that? It's Voldemort. Really? Yeah. Who's this guy? That's Ray Fiennes. No, that guy. That's this Ray Fiennes. Then that? Yes. Yes, that's Ray Fiennes. He plays Voldemort? Yeah. Have you watched the menu yet? The menu? The menu. No, I haven't. Oh, my. Yeah, see, there he is. What? Ralph. Ray? Ralph. It's Ray Fiennes. Why? I don't know. No, you have to watch the menu, dude. You got it. What's it on? Um... Oh, is it a Netflix movie? Um, I don't know where uh, I watched it. Yeah, Ray Fiennes. Is he in it? Yes, he is the, he is the, like main 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 character. Also, bad mask procedure here. That's funny. He's the star. He doesn't have the worm. Well, yeah, but this this right here with the nose. And the menu. Oh. Anna Taylor, Anna Taylor Joy. Joy. Nicholas Holt. Who is this guy? What did he do? Yeah, uh, he is in the X Men movies. It's got a three point five on Google. That's not very good. Mm. Uh oh, Mad Max Fury Road. Well, I just think that the menu is a good little thriller thing. Damn it. Damn. Okay. I'm gonna put this up now. Good luck. Witness me. There you go. He was also in like the X-Men Got your A-words? Well, let's go. Hey, shut, shut, the shut the door. Shut the shut the shut the shut the door. Shut shut the door. Shut the door, please, sir. You know who you sound like? Who? You sound like uh, uh, the old man on Family Guy. What's what's his, what's his, his name? name? Um, damn it! I love Family Guy, and I hate that I can't figure this out well we have all knowledge at our fingertips that we do family guy uh herbert herbert the pervert that's right you got your words um okay yeah i have it 